Hey, y'all. Welcome. Great to have you. Uh, <laughs> dang it. I think that that's how I started the show, too. <laughs> Oh, okay. Bear with us as we learn to become professionals. <laughs> Anyways, today we're talking about bringing a bigger basket and really opening yourself up to the experiences the world has for you. Yeah, that's really as deep as we're going to get. Let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, Every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful Point in my life and we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur creative vibes that are going out into this world and the more that I get to experience that the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. It's great to see all of you, except for I can't see you, but Let's just keep saying that. Okay, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. Remember, this is where we celebrate ourselves, our accomplishments, our amazingness, just everything. Literally everything. Everything. Yeah. And somewhere in that celebration, we find this new inner strength that we never knew that we have. We start to balance and reestablish our trust in ourselves versus society. And we start to make a comeback. This is the comeback kid. We are the Cinderella story of this universe. You come back into a life that you are very deserving of. You come back into this place and space that you were meant to exist in, 
Just come back into your fullness, good friends. And I couldn't want anything less for you. Like, come on. Let's do this. So, my great thing is just continuing to venture. Venture down this path and really keep finding where I want to fit. Keep finding and experimenting with different groups, with different people, with myself, with different options. And that's the beauty of it all, y'all. That's it right there. We're meant to play along with this. We aren't meant to just go out and knock it out of the park and run into the world unquestioned. Although I do believe that you could do that earlier in life if we got you past this adoption of societal norms and expectations. If you sort of found your way through and believed in yourself fully, trusted yourself fully, hard to do, hard to do uninterrupted hard to do, but possible. And can we get people there? Hmm. Well, that really is the question. That is the question that we pose ourselves every day here. And how do we rediscover ourselves? And how do we establish our own path? And those are conversations I love to have with people. In fact, conversations we're going to have even more of, believe it or not. And I'm so excited to be trusting that path, to be trusting that knowing, to just be in that space. So I think that's really it, to be continuing that road, that journey. We're launching some very exciting things this month. And well, this month, next month, over the next, the course of the next three months will be a major wave of energetic function into the world. And I can't even, can't even, don't even want to think of anything less, think of myself as less capable. I mean, I just, ugh gross, right? And beautiful, right? And that's what we're going to be doing. And that's what you're going to be exploring. And really, from all of my research, all of it over the course of the last four years, (laughs) I have found the most successful people Don't get so caught up on getting it right. And I know that that's really scary sounding, right? Like, no, I've invested this much. Or I know when I left my career field, that was one of the questions that I had, but I sort of just got rid of that one right away because I knew that it was so flawed. But that's the reality. When we invest in things, We sort of hold ourselves to that, even if it doesn't fit. And we're like, well, no, I couldn't just throw that all down the drain. But it isn't throwing it down the drain. Right? And the more that I talk to successful 
people and entrepreneurs, and usually they're aligned, that's what they say. Oh, there isn't an experience that I don't still use today that didn't play an insanely important part in how everything worked out and is still working out. And I think that what I have found are the people who dream, the people who have dreams, pursue dreams, make their dreams happen, are the ones who didn't get so hung up on how it was all supposed to be, are the ones who didn't sit here and hold themselves to an investment that they made when they were 18. They were just like, huh, well, that was good and important and doesn't fit anymore. Moving on. And that's it. That really is it. And so more than anything, That's what we need to be paying attention to. What is it? Who is it? How do, how do we want it to look? And how has that changed and shifted as our lives have changed and shifted? And how do we keep moving through all of it? And how do we let go of these expectations that are sort of putting us in a place that maybe no longer fits us? And how do we keep ourselves asking that question? And I want to keep pushing and pursuing that question with people because I think this is where a lot of us get hung up. Nope, made that decision, made that investment, can't change. But the more people I talk to that are like, yeah, we just kind of Went with the flow, moved through where we were called, moved when we were asked to, went with that job, went with that one, like just kept following where our feet led us. Those are the people who arrive, who understand what it's all about, who are giving and generous and loving and they get it, man. And those are people I love having conversations with because, huh, the kind of insight and gifts and beauty they bring to this world is mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. And I, I love people like that. And I love getting to know that fact even more. And I love that it allows me to not hold myself to that sort of standard. And then to continue talking about how other people shouldn't either. How we aren't really meant to just stay in the one place forever. And some people that fits, but I don't, I don't actually know that for sure. I know that there are certain personalities that need that structure and that um, follow through. <laughs> but I also know that there are people who thrive doing the opposite. And actually those people are generally more happy and satisfied with life than it would seem the opposite. It's like, well, no, they never really settled down. They never really got X, Y, or Z. That's not how it was supposed to go. And false. I think we're meant to learn more. And remember when we were reading that book 
I think it was in humankind. No, no, no. It was in flow, flow, the psychology of the optimal experience. And in that book, they talked about tribes, native tribes that used to make their tribes leave after about three years leave and go forage and find new home because if they didn't everybody would get too comfortable and they'd stop innovating and they'd stop enjoying life because they have stopped figuring things out and so in order to not reach that stagnation chiefs of those tribes would make them move and i think it was less than i think it was actually more than three or four years i think it was like 10 or maybe 20 but Regardless, right? Even then when it wasn't bogged down by degrees and fancy investments in our resumes, we are saying this is actually good for our brains. This is good for humans, this change. And now, somehow, societally, we've been convinced that that is the opposite. That change is circumstance for terror and it just isn't Mm. change is just so needed at times and it's funny because to me I always needed and craved change or drama and when I wasn't getting that in normal spaces, so in work spaces, because I was just like, yep, work's miserable and that's how it works. I would drum up drama anyways. I would create change regardless. And it doesn't always have to look like dramatic change, right? Sometimes I'd have to like, we'd have to go make a big purchase. We'd have really no reason to be looking at new cars or new houses or new anything, but like just to drum up some sort of drama and disruption in our lives. Because as humans, we crave that. We'd go do that. Because life got rather stagnant. Automatic and easy. Once we got comfortable, we just stopped striving. So then we had to find new ways to disrupt things. And those disruptions are often destructive. Because there's really no need for them. If we were continuing to push the bounds of our brains, challenge outside of comfort zones. And so when we're doing that, we feel challenged and insecure and all the things, but eventually we find new heights and new strengths of things we would have never found if we had just stayed and hung out in trying to mask that need for exploration. And so that's my great thing. Just continuing to explore. That's everyone's great thing. Let's just keep going out there and trying on new things and saying, yeah, that feels good. That fits right. Or, nah, mm -mm, I don't want to do that. That's dumb. (laughs) And then moving forward, because it doesn't have to be as exact as the world makes it seems. In fact, I'm going to go ahead, reach out on an entire limb, and say the people who make it not exact are the ones who get to a higher level 
of human experience. Yeah. Yikes. Rip that band-aid off. You just experience things different. Just different. Okay. So, uh, today I just wanted to dive in on this. Well, first, I want to just say, like, make sure in all the things that you're doing, you're always just regrounding yourself in how amazing you are. Because period. I got that from a couple of 13-year-olds. Period. Material girl. <laughs> I need to not hang out with younger people. They are a bad, they are a bad influence of language. And I am certain that I was at that age as well. So I really appreciate it because I have never laughed so hard in my life. Period. Okay. Just like be rather chill in how we navigate all of these next phases because you're going to mess it up. You're going to remember what it felt like to sort of awaken the beast even if you've let it sleep for a while you're gonna remember you're gonna feel that again and then you can come back and you can be like ah yeah that was fun for a second but I remember that that's not where I exist but it was fun to sort of exist there and remember that for a while and goodbye okay that was just like a high horse note from Things that you're going to experience as you continue to work your way up in this like spiritual life experience realm. Realm. Wow. Words. Period. Trouble. Period. <laughs> and so like just take it easy on yourself. This is not about perfection. This is about continued pursuit forward. And sometimes... We're going to get those strokes and we're going to remember. And then we're also just going to be like, nope, I remember that. And it was fun for a second. And I'm not that person. Okay, goodbye. And after saying that, today I want to just dive into the importance of having this super wide basket. Because you can't, it will be hard to leave with anything if you don't bring a big enough basket, friend. And that is one of the quotes from a CEO who ran Girl Scouts for a very long time. And I think she was quoting someone that quoted that to her. And so it's like a three times over quote that I'm bringing to you. And so this is like a game of telephone. That wasn't the exact quote, certainly wasn't. And she probably didn't say it exactly how she was meant to say it. And probably the four people that got it from their people changed it along the way. And so here we are quoting something that's really rather unspecific, but here it is. <laughs> We're bringing it here to you first <laughs> or 12th, whatever. But this really just goes to the fact that we got to open it all the way up and keep it all the way open, right? You know who those people are who like hone it, rein it in all the way. And they're like, no, this is exactly how life goes. This is my exact opinion. There is no changing it. This is exactly the way that it was all supposed to be. And so 
you can't get in here if you try. This is a steel trap type of mentality and no thank you. You're not getting in here. We're not changing anything. This is not up for debate. This is really rather uncomplicated because it's just done. And not true, right? The people who really open it up, and I know that that's hard because one, you have to trust yourself a lot, a lot. Two, you have to start trusting the universe and God and higher powers that you're going to be okay. Even if you take these chances, even if you make changes in your life, like this too will pass and you will survive and you will, I will survive. Hey, hey, that's going to be you, right? And in order to trust those things, hmm, we have to begin to make our way back to this understanding that this is sort of how life works. And when we say sort of, we mean like, this is how life works, people. This is it. You're here. And the fact that you're here means you're here to do something. Not just born to die. Like the troll song that my children seem to really love. I don't know if they love it because it's funny or partially true or I think they think that it's funny that people would say you're just born to die but like that's sort of what we adopt well yeah just work till you die and I I choose to believe in something bigger I choose to believe that we're put here for something rather specifically unspecific and I say that because you could get to it towards the end. You could get to it and tap into it right in the beginning and know right from that start. Or you could just keep weaving and diving and diving and finally stumbling upon it. And that's sort of super cool. But in order to stumble, we have to just be bringing a big enough basket to take something out of that experience out of the stumble, out of the fall. We have to just go in like, yeah, whatever fruit you got, throw it in there. I brought my big bag to the farmer's market today. Load her up. And if and when we do that, we can begin to understand what this experience is about. It's about just openness, willingness, continuing to drive forward until it all feels good. And in the feeling good, we can begin to find our ways back to our self. And we can remember what it felt like to be a kid. And we can remember what it felt like to just explore things we want to explore Go do things we find interesting. Try something new. Get somewhere we never expected to get. Hone in on a new skill. Learn something else 
learn to enjoy what you enjoy for no real reason. People will ask, oh, why do you like that? Or how did you get into that? Or, well, why would you do that? And you could just simply say, that's where I enjoy doing things. I don't know. I just like it. I can't explain why. And that's enough. And again, this will be one of those conversations where people sort of raise their eyebrow like, oh, really? Just, you just like it? What? I don't understand. So you're just going to put money into that because you just enjoy it? You're just, like, enjoying something. I don't know if that's worth putting money into. I don't know. I'm confused. And then they, like, walk away. (laughs) Have lengthy conversations about how you're probably investing in the wrong things or how crazy you are or whatever. Fill in the blank. (laughs) And you'll just... Keep going right on enjoying things. Good for you. Absolutely good for you. That's what this is about. This is about the enjoyment of things. This experience is about finding where you fit and how you light up and what you enjoy most and why. And it doesn't have to make sense to anyone but you. That's it. And you you get to do those things. You get to experiment like that. And when you go out and find those things, the only way to really find them is just to open it up. All the way up. Not really have any one given thing. And I would say the opening more in just, I don't know how we're going to get there. Let's just go. And you can say certain things. You can try certain things. But your willingness to just get more mobile, more malleable, more willing to just experiment will increase your likelihood of enjoying this experience. That's what's going to do it. The openness, the willingness, the ability to look at life and what you want from that angle. And not just sitting there like, I have nothing. I'm learning nothing. This is stupid. Well, everything, all of these experiences, how wonderful or terrible life is or isn't, is really dependent on this one factor. If you bring in a big basket, the likelihood of you bringing something of worth home is higher. But a lot of people are like, nope. High five, nope. 
butt bump. Nope. <laughs> Belly bump. Nope. Sorry. My kids do that. I have no idea where that came from, but it's hilarious. Um, they're like, Hey, I have this super tiny specific basket and I really have high expectations with what I'm going to get out of every single experience, but it's very specific and so specific that my takeaways could only fit, fit into this small basket. And I'm not going to tell you what goes in there because if I'm being honest, I don't even know either. And if I'm being 100% honest, I would rather it not be filled because it's just easier for me to be dissatisfied with it all than to tell you what I really want. Because if I told you what I really want, it would sort of open my basket up a little bit more because then I'd let other people in to help with that work. But it's just easier to stay small and shut down and never open up to that. Just like keep it small, scarce, rather unspecific. That way I'm never satisfied. And that way I'm never forced to start. If everyone is always getting it wrong, then I don't ever have to say what's right or wrong. I can just keep being rather unsatisfied with all of this. Doesn't that sound like fun? Just being a jerk about life forever? I mean, it actually doesn't sound like a bad role. I have to be 100% honest. Because in that misery just comes a whole lot of unexplored potential. Comes a whole lot of pointing the finger at everyone else. Comes a whole lot of unaccountability for everything. Like, if it's always someone else, something else, it could never be you that's bringing a small basket. It can never be you who's not open enough to experience anything. That's not you. That's not on you. That shouldn't be on you. And so you just keep moving forward in this small, contained existence, in this one narrow way of looking at things. But that's not the ticket, friend. We want to just keep opening it up. Keep looking at what might fit. Keep feeling out what feels better. And what feels better, oftentimes, is what we find in the exploration. But if something doesn't fit right or doesn't feel good, then maybe it's time to start exploring and opening our basket a little bit. We got to open it up. We can't try to take from experiences that don't fit. Basket's too small. Widen it. Go out. Explore. 
Come back to the basket. Decide if that was fun or not. Decide if that was worth opening it up a little bit more. My guess is you'll find ease in the process of opening the more that you do it. And the more that you do it, the closer you get to finding something that fits, the closer you get to discovering, rediscovering your own light. Remember what that feels like? Maybe not. It took me a while. Right? And you get closer to finding the end game of what we're all doing here, which is like just loving one another, finding and expressing our own light in order to encourage the expression of others. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at the death of a dream also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day.